and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast for this week. I am your host, Jeff Hall. With me, as always, is... Patrick Terry. And here we are again, quarantine, quarantining it up with... Uh, yep. yep. As we, as we like to do. So, <laughs> we... Uh, well, I guess we don't really like it, but we're making do with it. Um, but, yeah, it... Uh, yeah, we... Uh, we're... We're uh, making do. So this is going to be a special, I guess, a special episode. We figured, you know, with the movie theaters being shut down and, you know, access to movies being a little bit not as uh, accessible, I guess, as far as just newer stuff. We're finding stuff streaming and stuff like that. But we figured, you know what, let's take a break from that. Um, and let's talk about TV shows for a change. Yeah. And switch it yeah. up, you know, something different. Because, you know. It's a movie podcast, but, you know, when the theaters are closed, you know, might as well talk about TV also. So, True. so yeah, so here we are, and we're going to talk about some some TV shows that we've been watching, and then um, there's time to talk about some of, the, uh, some of our favorite shows that we've enjoyed just in general. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, this was fun. For me, just because uh, I don't only watch movies, I watch shows with um, a couple of shows I'll watch with the entire we'll watch with the entire family, and then there's a lot that I either watch by myself or um, Ruth and I watch together. Right. Um, and so yeah, I I really I uh, so I thought this was fun, and then just making the list of my favorite TV shows from different platforms and just of all time. I'm like, well, that's hard to do because <laughs> I almost would have to do favorite TV shows of all time from like decades. I don't even know if I can even do decades, but I would have to try and do my best on that because it's right. hard to, you know, even just do 10. I'm like, how do you even, it's too many TV shows. <laughs> Way too many. So, um, anyways, I made a list. We'll say like 11 shows because I just, I made the mistake of watching one last night, and so I definitely kind of want to talk about it. Um, so 10, and I guess an honorable mention, and, or just 11, whichever. Um, not sure about you, but that's kind of what I got. Um, if you want, um, I'll let you go ahead and go first. I'm going to talk about your list, and then if I have um, if I have one on my list, I'll you know that's the same as yours. We'll just kind of knock it out together. All right. So, so uh, okay. Well, as far as TV shows, a lot of the shows are either shows that I've watched previously or are watching, like shows I started but haven't completed. Yeah. And that goes across Netflix, Hulu, and Prime. So I just did like a, a list for each streaming per streaming platform, and then I have list of like top shows or animated series. Um, as far as what I've watched or watching on Netflix, uh, there's a show called End of the Effing World, which follows these two, I guess it's British, I think it's in London or Europe, and um, basically two kids, teenagers, I guess about 15, 16, that kind of meet and going on this journey where uh, we're basically they're trying to be together, a murder happens. It's just a crazy show. I mean, I, yeah. I, it's been a while since I've watched it, but um, it, it's a crazy show. It's just two seasons, 
pretty quick watch, maybe like 30, 40 minutes each episode. You know, it's not not a, not a, not a long watch. Um, then of course, Stranger Things. Um, everybody should be caught up on that. And then one that we recently watched, you. And, yeah. You know, we're that that was crazy a show. <laughs> I kind of hope they don't go any further because I, I think it ended yeah. quite time. Yeah. They might, yeah. They probably. Yeah. Will. I think I even heard there's a season three in development. Yeah. Or at least there was. <laughs> at least there was. Um, yeah. Um, uh, of course, the, the, the yeah. If they don't go any further, I'd be fine because it, yeah. it did it fine. I don't want to end up being like a Dexter, where. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's kind of. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's. If Dexter owned a, or worked in a bookstore instead of a crime lab. Yeah. And, and like it was a stalking, yeah, and like stalking women instead yeah. of, uh, you know, chasing after bad guys that that got off scot free, I guess is a good way to put it. Yeah. And of course, the phenomenon right now is Tiger King. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's its own epidemic, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean,. Seeing memes, you know, like I really did watch it because I'm like, I got all these memes out. They're funny, but I still don't understand them. So I watched it when I was bored. I was like, okay, now I understand the memes. They're hilarious. It was worth. Oh. It was definitely worth the time. <laughs> yeah, it's. I you know I've told you and I've pretty much told anybody that watches this, is that if Florida was a docu series, it mm-hmm. would be Tiger King, even though it takes place in Oklahoma, but if the state yep. of Florida was a docu series, it would be this it would be the show. It still has a Florida connection. It does, but it's still Jesus Christ. Yeah, just nuts. Um then some Hulu shows I've been watching. Um you got uh Wu Tang and the American Saga, which I'm hoping comes back for another season because I like the first season. Um then a show that I talked about on a I guess uh what's new uh, high fidelity with uh, yeah. Zoe Kravitz, where she's talk basically trying to figure out why her relationships haven't worked out. Was it on her? Is it on them? And just going through the series of people that she's dated and their history and where they're at now and why it didn't work. And it was an interesting show. So I'm curious what they'll do for the next season if they come back for it. Um, of course, Agents of Shield, which I believe is already finished. They completed. I don't think they're gonna have any more episode, so I'm going to try to get caught up on that. Uh, then an ongoing show, Killing Eve, which I think just started its new season, but i got to get caught up on that. Okay. Um, a few shows on Amazon Prime. Uh, shows I'm currently trying to watch, The Expanse. I think I'm about four episodes in. I think I'm only two. <laughs> Still not sure what's going on, but I was told just give it a chance. Get through it the first picks, Yeah, it gets better in that it's the most scientifically accurate, I guess, sci-fi show. So it's most pos- logically sound, I guess, is how, how it's been described to me. Okay. Um, Jack Ryan. That's a show I'm still getting into. I don't think I finished the first season yet, but I do enjoy that show. Yeah. Um, got The Wire, which I think I finished the first season, but oh. I'm still trying to get to is that. Your, is, your, is this your first time? Uh, I watched it, started watching some last year, but I kind of went away from it, so it's, it's on my list of shows. I mean, it's, 
complete. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is, you're not rewatching it. You're just this is no, no, your first time ever watching. Oh, yeah. brother. Yeah. You are so in got... for a treat. Yeah. You are in for a treat. I love that show. It's enhanced. Well, anyways, yeah, I love that show with yeah. a passion. Yeah. And so I'm seeing a lot of people that end up on The Walking Dead. So I'm like, okay, I'm seeing people I've seen Cutty. currently. Now I'm seeing where other other material they've been in. Yep. You got Idris Elba, which, yep. you know, Black is in there. Black, Black Superman. Um, then a show, uh, Orphan Black. Oh, yes. I love that show. <laughs> I yep. finished that. That's one I completed. And um, I, I, I don't know if uh, the lead actress has won a lot of awards, but she should because she each... Recall, yeah, Tatiana Mazzani. She's... She is amazing in that show. Like I, it's and for me, it's hard to decide which character I like the most. Right. Because she plays them all so perfectly, and throughout the seasons, you grow to love every single character, like every single version, you know, clone of them. Yeah. Even the bad one you like, like even the evil one you like, like you grow to like why you know because they're so bad, like they're so good at being bad. So yeah. yeah, after a while you kind of understand. Like okay, I get it. Kind of yeah. all right. Point <laughs> yeah. might still be my favorite though. The yeah. kind of that. Shit. Yes. <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, shoot. I can't think of his name in the show because it's been a while since I watched it. Uh, the one that plays her husband, the suburban. Oh the yeah. Suburban this, mom. This, this was recently in. Um, Ready or not. Ready or yeah. not. Yeah. 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 He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. No, I love him. Um, that's as far as the, you know, streaming shows that I've been trying to catch up on. Haven't been successful in that, but I'm I'm gonna get to it. Yeah, man. Um, then as far as overall shows like Lifetime, just to name a few. Of course, I'm currently watching The Walking Dead. And um. I guess they'd walk in and talking dead since they're companion shows, but The Walking Dead. Uh, I was kind of late on that show. I didn't start watching until season three. And then once I started watching, I went back. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm hooked. <laughs> I'm hooked. And um, been watching ever since. And of course, you know, series has been up and down because they have different writers and directors. So yep. sometimes things get a little, um, um, I guess, switched up. Like somebody's vision gets switched for somebody else's vision. But I think this season's been pretty pretty spot on so far, pretty pretty consistent. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, living single, Martin. Um, then we talk about Dexter. Everything except for that last season, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Living Color, classic comedy sketch comedy, with, which brought us Jim Carrey and you know just both Wayne's brothers. Yep, all the way, the whole family. They've all appeared in just about everything. Yep. And even J-Lo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she took that, that role as a fly girl and just went... went. I'm flu. Yep. <laughs> <I'm flying. laughs> um, Then a couple of animated. I know you were, you were kind of disappointed in some of my listings here. <laughs> but, um, not disappointed. I'm just well, not surprised. Surprised. Surprise. 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 We'll go surprise. Yeah, um, but Transformers. And then the one that I that I left off, Voltron. Like I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> but yeah. Voltron, X Men, Captain Planet, Ghostbusters. Not the the real Ghostbusters. I mean, the actual yeah. based on 
that the movie's based on. Yeah. And then, you know, Pink and the Brain, Dark Green Duck, you know, you can go on and on. Pretty right. much everything's on Disney Plus now. Gargoyles, <laughs> which I'm just now getting into because okay. I never watched before. But um, that's just, uh, just a piece of... I mean, there's a lot more shows, but just... Yeah. But, yeah, that's just a few that I've watched or watching. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything that's new that you would recommend? Mm. Well, I mean, if you're depending on your taste of music, I'd say definitely give out give a the first season of the Wu Tang Show, uh, okay. American Saga. That's definitely worth it. Um, and if you haven't watched, you know, Tiger King, you'll you'll enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a whole lot of crazy, and there's no redeeming character in that. No. Like, there's no protagonist. The documentarian, maybe, is, like, the closest thing you're going to get to. True. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I was watching Killing Eve, and yeah. that's pretty good. That's yeah, I've good. watched the first season of it. That's as far as I've gotten with that show. Yeah. So, but, yeah, no, I hear it's still awesome. Um, but I've only made it through one season of that one. Um. I, I absolutely, I still think The Wire is the best TV show that's ever been put on a screen, and I'll fight people over that one. I don't even care. Yeah. It's it's so good in so many different ways. <laughs> um, all right, let's see here. So the ones I've, <clears throat> what I've been watching lately at least, or seeing lately, of course, I've seen Tiger King. Um, but I've been trying to get other people to watch it, like because I, I saw it like the weekend did came out and yeah. watched all of it like stayed up and watched all of it and uh and then it was just great that we happened to decide to do a tv a tv vert you know a tv episode um because it just fits right on in <clears throat> it and you know if you've watched it and you're like well how can i get more so there's two different you, you know who, who else can i listen to talk about it or talk about how you know how crazy this is um dumb people town podcast or the podcast dumb people town um Mm -hmm. did a couple of mini episodes where they break down each episode okay talk about it and it was hilarious also our uh our friends at strange south their latest episode is on this so they talk about tigers so yeah um yeah, yeah so that's always a good time and then um but yeah, I mean, I don't know what I can say about that show that hasn't that people either don't already know or that would sway people to want to watch it because if someone hasn't told you about it by now and made you want to watch it, I can't help you. I mean, me telling you is not going to really change anything. Um, but what I will say is that it is. Oh, uh, someone suggested the. It's a. It's actually a movie. I got to pull it up because i'm going to butcher the title that basically this movie is a document it's a documentary um but it is uh it's tiger king before there was tiger king and it makes tiger king seem seem uh posh i guess (laughs) it's a good way to put it the wild and wonderful whites of west virginia is the Hmm. name of the movie uh, from uh, 2009, uh, 
From executive producer Johnny Knoxville, this edgy and often hilarious look at a dying breed of American outcasts uh, exposes the corruption, poverty, and West Virginia's environmentally and culturally devastating coal mining culture. And this came out in 2009. Okay. So, I'll probably be watching this, and that's probably something I'll be watching and then talking about uh, on a regular episode. Okay. Uh, but yeah, apparently those... Apparently, uh, Tiger King got nothing on those people, so should be interesting right um, another one i watched uh just completed watching on netflix is called how to fix a drug scandal it's a documentary series it's only four episodes it's about these two these two uh chemists that work in the state of massachusetts crime lab one works in boston one works in amherst so two separate locations yeah. two separate parts of the state Two different people both uh, are, get arrested for basically testing. Like, they're supposed to test the drugs to be sure that they are what they are, you right. know, when people get arrested. And, you know, send the results back. Hey, yep, this tested positive for this, you know. wasn't like you arrested them for – it wasn't like an officer arrested them and for, drug, for having possession of drugs. And it turns out it was like baking soda or some shit. <laughs> so they can't arrest them for having – for them being in possession of a drug that's not really a drug. You know what I mean? So that's why you send it to the lab to be sure it's actually test, you know, and have them test it to be sure that's actually what it is. So the doc, so what it does is it follows or it shows these, there is some reenactments because these, but um, there is a lot of actual footage. Um, and the reenactments don't, take anything from the story does actually help tell it um and they're not like cheesy unsolved mystery reenactments it's just you would almost in the people they got to act almost look like the actual people so it it does it's not distracting right but these two chemists take uh end up first testing the uh first start end up using the control samples they have in the lab so they're using drugs that are meant to be used for the job <laughs> they start using it and then they start like big drug seizures and stuff like that that come in that get tested they end up starting to use the actual evidence that's being mm -hmm. brought in they're using it not only at home but they're also using it in the lab at work <laughs> and I'm just like the you know, in my brain, I'm like, wow, I can't even conceive of that, much less, you know, much less imagine the balls it would take to actually think, you know, to actually think to try and do that. Right. To use at work. It's like crazy. I, I just, like the entire time, I'm like, my mouth's like just jaw dropping, just watching these, you know, watching all this play out. But I mean, people do stupid shit with addictions. So. True. So it talks. So the the documentary follows the two ladies that get arrest. You know, that get arrested, and then it also follows these defense attorneys that are waiting for the drugs to come back, so that their defendants can go to court, you know, either get out of jail, or you know, or be found guilty and stay in jail. 
but if they're not if they're in jail and they're waiting on the drug test to come back so they can go to court and it's now part of this other case where these two ladies got arrested so they're trying to get they're trying to go through the system it's a it shows them going through the system of trying to get their defendants out of jail because you know the evidence can't be produced because it's tainted because uh the chemists have essentially tampered with evidence right like the state is now at fault pretty much for tampering with evidence so it's about these lawyers trying to get their defendants out because they can't be they can't get a fair trial because the evidence has been tainted so it's when you watch it and then and then hear about how many cases are getting thrown out in the state during this time period yeah it's it will blow your mind it's crazy it was great it was great i really enjoyed it it was only four it's only four episodes 40 minutes each and yeah it's mind-blowing i i can get over it the third one is not a documentary series uh, the first two obviously were um the eliza schlesinger sketch show so i've watched so eliza has like four maybe five stand-up comedy specials on netflix mm-hmm. um i've seen her live uh ruth and i seen her have watched her and have a picture detection with her it was awesome because she's hilarious um she now she just released a i think it's six episode six or eight episode uh sketch show that's like 27 minutes long okay hilarious absolutely hilarious the sec my favorite thing is she does this bit in the beginning of the second episode called mystery at sea mm-hmm. and it's done almost like an unsolved mysteries type of thing where they're parodying those type of shows where people go missing after going on a boat like only the husband comes back you know or the because he kills the wife or something like that so but it's about but what they do is they do it that kind of tone that kind of style but nothing happens the couple goes on the boat and then they return wow and then like nothing happens like everything's fine but they're interviewing these people like that something's wrong because they're like like they don't know what happened because they both came back Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but they're playing the drama as if like i don't know what happened out there but something strange is happening because I was totally expecting her not to come back alive because they went on a boat together. Yeah. <laughs> and one, like one co like one guy's supposed to be this girl's coworker and saying, you know, I had already, I'd already planned her funeral and sent <laughs> and sent out notifications. It then turns out she came back and she's still alive. I'm still having a hard time getting over the fact that she's still alive. <laughs> Like it's stupid and ridiculous, but the way they do it, I I've watched that part twice now because I watched it, I watched it on my own, then I showed it to Ruth because I was just cracking both times because yeah. it's so stupid and ridiculous. But it's it is because it's making fun of that kind of genre of show, right? About that, and it's just hilarious uh, how they do it. And then they've got some other uh, ongoing bits that they do that's also pretty funny. So uh, that's just fun to watch, you know, just have something different on um and then of course uh we're watching at least me ruth and grayson are watching uh the mass singer on fox um which ruth kind of got me 
involved in, I guess, because she put it on one night. And uh, I was like, this looks so stupid. And <laughs> it turns out to just be entertaining. I mean, it's just fun. Yeah. Because a lot of them cannot sing. And some of them really can't. I mean, and then some of them really can, and they're not all singers. Yeah. Now, the panel, the panel's stupid. I mean, Robin Thicke, uh, uh, Jenny McCarthy, who's still, I can't stand her. I still can't stand her. Uh, Dr. Ken uh, Jung from the Hangover Movies community, you know, okay. the Dr. Ken TV show. Um, yeah. He's always funny, but his guesses are still wrong. But his guesses are almost intentionally wrong. Like he okay. planned, like he, his guesses, he, almost, he, he makes stuff up to try and rationalize who it is. And then Nicole Scherzinger, I think that's her name. I think she was, I think Ruth told me she was part of the Cheetah Girls or something like that. Some, I think it was the Pussycat Dolls. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I don't care, really. (laughs) She's also an idiot because her guesses are also stupid. They keep trying to think it's these A list actors or A list celebrities that have nothing else better to do. I mean, right now they maybe don't, but they have nothing else better to do but to be on the show. Right. I'm like, y'all are aiming too high. Uh, for actors to be on the show you need to go lower like c and d level actors right or, you know or celeb you know celebrities air quotes over podcast yeah and and their guessers are stupid but every now and then they'll get one right it's not, it's few and far between i think they actually get notes like here guess these people throw you know guess these people but don't actually get it right you know Right. And then till like the end, like I'm sure they've been given show notes on stuff like that. So I'm not naive to not think the producers are not having something to do with that part. But at the same time, it makes them sound stupid. But it's very entertaining. Grayson likes it because she roots for everybody because she likes all the costumes. Right. She roots for everybody. And then, of course, dances to the music because you know, whatever. Um, but that's just fun. That's a good family show. Um, and then they'll have special guests on, on the special guest panelists will be on. Uh, oh, pretty, uh, oh, shoot. Like, they've had a couple people from Community on their guest star. Jamie Foxx has even been on there. Uh, Joel McHale. Um, but, yeah, they've had several different people on as guest panelists. Um and then uh, released recently on Netflix, uh, season four and nailed it. So, which is me and Roots, one of our favorite shows, um, because it just shows that there may still be a chance that I might be able to, that I may not be the world's worst baker and or cook. Um, although apparently the other day I tried to pour, what was I was using liquid, but I was using a measurement for solids, which I've never known that there was a difference. Right. So for 20 plus years, I've been using the wrong measurement cups, I guess. Everything turns out just fine. So I don't know. Hey, Anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, I absolutely love Nicole Byer. I absolutely yep. love her. She's a treat. Uh, this season is hilarious. Just, yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. So, uh, yeah, she's hilarious. Oh, yeah. She's a trip. Um, but yeah, uh, so check that one out for sure. Um, 
<laughs> it's a good. I mean, it's a good family show too. Um, her stand up is definitely not safe for family. No, it is I'm no cool. for a podcast. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So another one on Netflix that I've watched that I was recommended, um, recommended to us by uh, Marlea Blades um, from the Strange South podcast. Um, she she recommended to me, and then I actually had someone else recommend to me at work um, the show I'm Not Okay With This mm-hmm. with the girl from the It movies, the one that plays Beverly. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting to check that out. Yeah. They're, dude, they're like 17, 18 minutes long. They're not even 20. Okay. Like, most of them are not even 20 minutes long. So it could really... It's almost like it could be a, a uh, short film once you add them all up. <laughs> yeah. Because they're almost not even enough to equal a feature wing. Um, I wasn't sure if I'd like the fact that they were so short, but it really works for this. the The format that this works in, or that this is in, with a really short short <laughs> um, form, works just like Russian Doll works for the where it's not even thirty, you know, barely thirty minutes. But there's so much that is being thrown at you in that time period. Right. One of my favorite episodes, because I think there's six or eight, between six and eight episodes of this, um, is one where, because it takes place, uh, basically she finds out she has super, she, she's, you know, she has powers. of You know, she has powers. Yeah. And she doesn't know how to deal with them. And she doesn't talk to anybody about them. Um one of her friends finds out, so it's about the two of them trying to figure out how they're going to, you know, how, how to manage it, you know, and what they're going to do with it, but still hide it from others. And they're in high school, and they have to still also deal with high school issues, you know, with normal high school drama and things that go along with change and stuff like that. Right. Uh, asking people out, going to dances things of that nature bullies you know having to deal with those things in your life and there's a scene that where she gets detention it's very much like breakfast club like there's a lot of homages to breakfast club in this episode and it's my absolute favorite episode of the of that season or of the show so far um as far as i know it they've got it set up to go for another season um i don't think it would take much but yeah. it's yeah, it's it's definitely worth watching. I'd highly recommend it. Um, not safe for kids. There's cursing. Um, high, you know, junior high, high school, well, maybe high school. Yeah, high school and up. Junior high, yeah, use your best yeah. judgment. Um, watch it first, or watch an episode or two first, and then if you kind of get the gist after those first two, then you can be like, okay, this might, you know, I might be okay with letting them watch this. Um, right. But yeah, uh, not not for family. <laughs> um, and then of course the voice for me because Kelly's on it. Um, good, decent season so far. Not bad. Some decent choices. Nick Jonas has joined, and Gwen Stefani is out. Thank God. Um, but Nick Jonas, who I oh, I've never listened to Jonas Brothers because it's not my generation. Not my boy band. Hashtag not my boy band. <laughs> right. Um so I only know him from like the Jumanji movies. <laughs> uh, 
That's some acting. Yeah, he's done some acting. That's all I know him from otherwise. Because I don't know his music because I don't listen to his music. Yeah. Um, but he's he seems very charming, super nice guy. Um, he's a good addition to the show. He uh, meshes well. I kind of hope he stays. Um, but I guess we'll see. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good so far. Again, it's another show me, Ruth, and Grayson watch together. Because Grayson loves Kelly also, and she likes uh, watching that, you know, dancing to the other people singing. Right. Then, of course, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the new season's back. Um, I got caught up on it. The uh, the Halloween heist, which then turned into Valentine's Day heist, which then turned into an Easter heist, <laughs> was also really funny. Um, and then it was funny, the one episode I watched uh, had uh, Bradley Cooper, or not Cooper, Bradley Whitford, there we go, plays uh, Andy Samberg's dad. Martin Mole plays Bradley Whitford's dad. So, and uh, it's pretty funny, not only the fact that Martin Mole and Bradley Whitford are only 16 years age difference, so yeah. it's just funny that they're playing each other's, you know, it was pretty funny. It's a good episode. Um, I love the show. I mean, it's, yeah, it's great. Um, I get to it. Yeah, dude, it's hilarious. I love it. Um, let's see. And then uh, Tacoma FD on True TV. Um, if you like Super Troopers, this has got Kevin Hefferman and Steve Lemmy from Super Troopers, but as firefighters. It's it's about as much like Super Troopers as you can get away with on TV. Let's put it that way. Because some of the humor I can't... Like, I can't watch... Like, I could watch... Uh, pretty much the only two shows... I can't watch I'm Not Okay With This around the kids, and I can't watch Tacoma FD around the kids. Because okay. the the overall themes and stuff like that and some of the language, you're like, uh, nope, I'll watch this later. <laughs> so, uh, not one to watch around the kids, but it's still funny. And then one that uh, is also on True TV that started, um, Hot Ones the Game Show, which is basically, it's a game show where contestants have to eat different levels of hotness of uh, chick of uh, buffalo wings or chicken wings, whatever you call them. Um, the that Ages Up was on, right? The best I don't show? know. It, I think it was a show. I don't know. I haven't actually watched the show itself. But yeah, he's, okay. had, he's had different celebrities try that. Um, but they've now turned into a game show where they bring people on to eat and then answer trivia questions. After they try. eat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they'll start at different Scoville levels, you know, or ranges of hotness. So they usually start at 7, and then like a 9, and then a 10. And then the final round, it's the three of them combined. Yeah. Three hot sauces combined, plus a drop of some other kind that's like 2 million on the Scoville uh, scale. Yeah. And then they have to, one person gives clues, the other one has to guess what the answer is. And they have to get, I think, five in a row in a short amount of time. And then they win, like, money, and then they and they win money and milkshake. Because <clears throat> they, be they, yeah, they can't wipe their hands, they can't take a drink, can't do any of that. So, York's actually liked watching that one. And, uh, and Grayson, too, so we've all been watching that. I was like, yeah. I mean, I'm not a wings person anyways, nor do I like anything hot. But yeah. I love watching other people suffer <laughs> on the show, though. Right. 
Um, and then uh, lastly, when I we uh, Ruth and I started watching this yesterday, um, we watched uh, Making the Cut on Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah. It's basically uh, it's Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn's new Project Run Project Runway show. So it's basically that it's Project Runway, but done but with Amazon money, as I like to say, because it's on Prime. Right. So most a lot of it takes place in Paris, and then they go to Tokyo. Um, yeah, they basically bring designers in. They have to do two looks: uh, a runway look and an accessible look, and then they design it and then have it ready, and then it goes to a seamstress overnight, and then comes back, and then you have you know basically make changes or whatever. Right. So I'm like, oh, so they actually don't do the sewing like they do on Project Runway. All right, that's fine. <clears throat> but it's more about the actual you know design and the and the outfit than it is about the the inside drama that goes with it like on Project Runway. Like it doesn't you know there's not a whole they still do some sewing but they don't do a whole lot. And uh, they bring people in from all over the world. They had one per, they had one they have one contestant from Iran, another one from Italy. Uh, I think two from different areas of Germany and then some people from the US also. But mm-hmm. it's from all over and they're competing for a million dollars and to be the new I guess they're going to they'll cuz they're looking for the new like global brand and they'll have their own brand uh to be sold on Amazon. The beauty of being on that show is that the stuff will sell because it'll be on Amazon, available on Amazon, and buy it there. Um, whoever has the winning look for each episode immediately has their their outfit or you know whatever design wins. It has that outfit immediately goes on sale on Amazon to, for purchase. That's so, cool. and we. Re- re- We've been curious how much they're going for. Ruth has not been able to find out because they've been sold, like all of them are sold out. So they don't have the price listed. They don't even have the price listed, so you wow. can't even find out how much they're selling for. Wow. Um, there's six or seven. Six episodes. There are six episodes out right now. Um, I think they're releasing them weekly. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, we're just kind of, you know, started late. So we're, uh, we're trickling through them, but yeah, it's pretty entertaining though. I like it. I like, I like the way they're doing this show. I like, I think it's better in Project Runway. It's the visually, it's stunning. Like just watch, like just the cameras. Like the cameras are so much better, and the production value, I guess, is a better way to put it, is a lot right. higher. Um, it has Naomi Campbell as one of the judges, and she's just, I don't know much about her other than she was a model. Ruth then read me like her, like all of her assault charges apparently she's had in the past yeah she's a net <laughs> yeah yeah oh she's heinous uh nicole richie's been on a couple i hadn't seen her since her and paris hilton had a show eons ago um and then like two other designers or two other you know judges you know yeah. judges so um one of the things that makes it different in project runway is that after the runway show they won't bring everybody up to talk about them but they'll bring up the ones they want to talk to and then have them talk about their brand, what they were wanting to do as a, you know, uh, as a global brand. What would they, what can they expect? 
basically they try and you have to pitch, but then also talk about your design choices for the outfit for that episode. Right. So, and then the judges have the choice, you know, by talking with them, um, whether or not they've changed their mind on their decision. You don't know what their decision is yet, but, you know, Heidi will ask them, you know, based on our talk, um, has anyone changed their mind? And, right. you know, most of the time, no, but every now and then you'll get somebody. So it's, it's, it's entertaining. If you like Project Runway and you missed Heidi and Tim, this is perfect. So, and then Heidi and Tim go on like little adventures through the city while, you know, the designers are working. Yeah. So, and they show that and it's cute. Um, so yeah, I would recommend that. Um, so those, that's what I'm watching or have watched recently. Um, Let's see here. Um, I've made like several different lists because <laughs> I like making lists apparently. Yeah. Um, so I'll post my favorite Amazon and in Netflix. Hulu is kind of weird because there's Hulu original content and then stuff because I have Hulu Live. I get all my network stuff through Hulu. Right. So it's, I got to filter out the Hulu list to not reflect the network stuff, I guess is a good way to put it. But I'll post those on our page. Um, and uh, but like overall, what I'll kind of just kind of give at least kind of a uh, a broad list of what I think over you know overall some of my favorites. Number one, The Wire. Uh, that wasn't hard to figure out. Yeah. Number two, The Newsroom. Um, you can watch it on Prime. Um, I've watched, I've rewatched that. Two, I may be on my third rewatching at this point. There's only, there's only three. There's base. I say two and a half seasons because the third one's a short season, which kind of made me sad. But I was excited. Jeff Daniels, um, Olivia Wilde, Sam Watterson is an absolute joy in this show. Chris Messina, who played Victor Zaz in the Birds of Prey movie, um, he's in it. John Gallagher Jr., who was in Underwater, that you watched. Um, <clears throat> let's see. He was also in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um, <clears throat> Allison Pill, who is in Devs, which is another show I'm watching on. Oh, I forgot to talk about. It. I'm watching that one on FX. That one's a little bit harder to talk about just because there's. It's basically about uh, different. A guy, a tech genius, trying to bring back his dead daughter. Nick Offerman's in it. Allison Pills in it. It's a weird show. It's on FX. Anyways. Um, but anyway, she's in that. She was also on American Horror Story. Um, anyways, amazing show. They take... It's uh, Aaron Sorkin, so it's a lot of talkie-talkie. But it, they take real-life events and then put it in this fictitious show of how a newsroom would... how a newsroom would approach reporting the story. Okay. Absolutely love it. Um a lot of amazing chemistry. <coughs> Excuse me. Getting choked up talking about it. <clears throat> and then, um, <clears throat> uh, Golden Girls always will be a favorite. My mom and I watched it when we were younger. When it came out originally, <clears throat> we watched it as we, as I got older. Um, it became syndicated. And now Ruth and I watch it still because it's still our favorite, no matter how many times we see it. Right. 
Um, the Office, which kind of goes without saying for me. <clears throat> Anybody that knows me, I love The Office. Um, 24 used to be one of my shows. Watched it from the beginning, ever since 2001. Just watched it. Yeah. Um, it's had its ups and it's had its downs, for sure. Um, but absolutely love that show. Uh, Scrubs is kind of was out during the same time that, uh, that The Office was, and it was just two of my favorite comedy uh, sitcoms. Um, of course, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. Um, yeah. Loved that show growing up. Growing up. I was in my 20s. Um, How I Met Your Mother. I like that one as well because it's, yeah. It's, I like that one more than I like Friends. I'm, I like Friends okay, but I've never been a huge Friends yeah. fan. But I, I like it okay, though. Um, Seinfeld, I like okay. You know, I used to like it more. But now I don't like it as I don't seem to like it as much, but I still appreciate it for sure. Uh, Lost. Lost used to be one I used to be all over. I watched that. I would try and figure out the clues, you know, trying to figure out what, what they're doing, how to go about, you know, what they're, where they're going with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that last episode was kind of trash, but it is what it is. I think it was only trash because it's what everybody assumed was going to be instead of what it you know, instead of uh, instead of something different, so yeah. Um, and then one of my soaps growing up, Melrose Place. I mean, nine hundred two one zero, yes, but Melrose Place was kind of my jam growing up. Right, I loved that show. So, um, oh, and then one that I absolutely loved, but I didn't watch when it was on AMC, but or I didn't watch until the last season. The last season was on AMC. Um, watch the rest of them on Netflix, which is still on Netflix, is Halt and Catch Fire. That one I have rewatched. I think I'm on my second rewatching of that one. And it's basically about compute, these computer nerds in the 80s um, when they've started becoming... Uh, when uh, computer like PCs are becoming more marketable... Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the Commodore's coming out. So it's about uh, Lee Pace, who's people know from either Pushing Daisies, another good show, or from uh, from Guardians, who played Ronan, um, and a couple other, and he's been in some other movies as well. Um, it's him, Scoot McNeary, who's been in a bunch of movies, great character actor. Um, he was the guy in the wheelchair during... Um, one was that man that justice league yeah justice league i think i don't remember no batman versus superman yeah he was the guy in the wheelchair and the, uh he was that was him anyways absolutely love him great character actor um and uh and then uh, a couple other you know toby huss who's been in a bunch of things anyways uh there it's about them trying to start up their own computer company you know then they developed the software and then you know just all the different dynamics and things that go into creating a business in the 80s and then it shows the progression um as the years go by and how they're having to stay i don't want to say relevant but they're having to keep up with the technology 
Right. And um, it's just an, a fun, not fun. I mean, it's a drama, but it's real with a lot of good humor in it. So a dramedy, I guess. Um, but it's really good. The char- the acting is phenomenal. The stories are great. Um, yeah, definitely recommend. So. Um, but yeah, Amazon absolutely love Jack Ryan because it's John Krasinski and yeah, it's just good anyways. But he's great at acting, um, doing action. I mean, uh, Fleabag I watched accidentally watched season two before season one. <laughs> um, oops, but I still was able to understand what was going on. That was the best part. Right. They kind of did a in the first episode season two did a kind of a catch up. You know, for okay. people that either were new to it or accidentally watched season two instead of season one. <laughs> so I felt like I was I didn't really miss anything. And then I went back and watched season one. I'm like, oh, this makes more sense, but I don't feel like I was lost. Right. So completely. Um, Marvelous, Miss, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I've made it through the first season. And I think an episode of the second one, which is also cute and charming. And very well acted. Um. I think really about the only thing I think of Hulu. Yeah, Handmaiden's Tale is okay. I watch it for the pop culture reasons. But first season was probably the best. After that, it's kind of meh for me. Um, and Runaways, which is based on the uh, gra- which is based on the comic book series. The new season's out. I haven't watched it. First one was good. Second one was only okay. <coughs> Third one, we'll see. But York really likes it, so... Okay. Um, yeah, that's on my list too. Yeah. Um, Netflix. We already talked about. It. I'm not okay with this. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. If you like Ellie Kemper from The Office, this show is pretty funny. It's okay. a really funny comedy. Um, John Hamm plays a supporting character in it. Carol Kane's in it. Is freaking hilarious. Um, and then uh, let's see here. Uh, Glow. Which I gorgeous ladies of wrestling with Allison Bree and Betty Gilpin, who I talked about earlier, Mark Marin. Um, another great comedy <coughs> or dramedy, I guess dramedy. More comedy than drama, but they add a little bit in there. Um, I really like it. Obviously, Stranger Things that goes without saying. Uh, I already talked about Tiger King. The OA is one that's a uh, kind of sci-fi-ish with Britt Marling, and uh, uh, why am I? Blanking on Phyllis's name from The Office. Her real name. Anyways, Phyllis from The Office is also in the OA. Um, there's only two seasons, and then they canceled it. I've only started the second season, but I haven't finished it. And it's kind of out there, um, and also kind of a mystery type thing. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure there's some other stuff I'm probably missing. So, right. I watched the first season of Ozark which is supposed to take place in Lake of the Ozarks. We all know I'm from Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to have to drive to Lake, through Lake of the Ozarks all the time because between Springfield, Missouri, and Columbia, Missouri, so Springfield, uh, after I moved, so Springfield's where my family lives. Columbia, Missouri's where me and, me and my ex-wife had, uh, had moved to when she was going through grad school. And you have to drive through Lake of the Ozarks to get there. It's like the halfway point. And it's just, it's basically resorts. Um, it's basically resorts, go-karts, and mini-golf. Uh, and a couple of outlet malls. That's pretty much it. I watched the first season, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm good. 
I may I think I may have started the first episode of the second season, and I just was like, yeah, I think I'm good. But everybody talks about how good the third season is, and the oh my god, the ending's not the way you expect. That's such a crazy twist, whatever. So if you like, if you liked it, or if you like it, yeah, keep watching it. Um, but it's filmed in I think Arkansas or Georgia. Not even filmed that Lake of the Ozarks. I'm like really? <laughs> I guess the tax breaks in Missouri still suck. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, so I think that's pretty much all I got, man. Um, and I'm trying to see if there's anything new TV-wise coming out. Mm-hmm. And think I can't think of anything. I know there's another spinoff for Walking Dead coming out. Is there? I think it's World Beyond. Is what it's called. I think it's supposed to like. This past Sunday was supposed to have been the finale for season 10 and then the premiere for the new show, but they bumped it to later due to them not being able to finish production due to the oh. C-Vibes. So gotcha, once gotcha. they get all that fixed, then they'll, they'll do that. Due to the fact that they're, try, they're trying not to make <laughs> art imitate life too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think the finale for this season for Walking Dead was almost complete, but there were still some things they had to do in production that would require use of technology and people they didn't want to have everybody all together. So gotcha. that they were like, they said they were like maybe a week and a half out from being done. And then this happened. So they had to push it back. Well, leave it to the walking dead to push back episodes, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're good about that. They're, in, they're never in a rush. They ain't in a rush yeah. to get the season or a second or a second half of a season. Like, yeah, and you'll, you'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> What's the rush? So, so, all right. I've been given the uh, I've been given the question of Daddy, when are you going to be when are you going to be done by Grayson? So, yeah, and I got I don't, here soon too. So. Yep. So, all right, man. <laughs> hey, this was fun. Um, Ruth was originally going to join us, but um, one, she never made a list, so that kind of. Made it hard. <laughs> Maybe I can get her to make a list and I'll put it on the page. Okay. And of course, as we would love for our listeners to make their list and share us what they're watching and what some of their favorites are. There's one we didn't talk about that you think, man, they really missed out talking about talk, bringing this one up. This is one yeah. of my favorites. Shoot, share it. Let us know. Yeah. We would love to hear. Oh, yeah. Um, open to recommendations, too. Always open for recommendations for whatever movies, TV, name it. We got it. Yep. <laughs> well, definitely take it under advisement. Um, yeah, man, I guess that's it. I know you got to get to work, and I got to get to work getting these out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess for for this special TV episode, I'm your host, Jeff Hall. And with me, as always, thankfully, is... Harry. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Oh,